On today's episode of the Fit to Lead podcast, I'm excited to bring on Tommy Snyder. So after rocketing to the top as a national trainer for 24-hour fitness, Tommy realized he wasn't creating the lasting holistic change he knew was possible for his clients. So he ventured out on his own with a focus on mindset and teaching others how to enjoy their relationship with food and exercise. Fast forward today, and Tommy has helped transform his clients over the past 18 years, including CEOs, stay-at-home moms, entrepreneurs, doctors, and pro athletes. His goal is to cure metabolic and nutrition-related disease while putting the power back in his clients' hands. So listen into this episode and get some great nuggets of wisdom from Tommy. So I am super excited to have Tommy Snyder with me today on the Fit to Lead podcast. Tommy, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so honored to be here. Awesome. So how I usually like to kick off things is I love to have my guests tell us how you got your start, where, where, where you began, how you got to where you are today. Yeah, definitely. Without my goal. Um, but I've been in the health industry for 18 years now, and I started uh, as a trainer, uh, was an athlete all my life. Um, and I just had a knack naturally to be able to speak to people at a high level, um, and help them understand what, what it is that they were looking for, for themselves, um, versus me telling them what they needed. And then I would find the answers to whatever those needs are. So I ended up being 18 years ago, the, one of the top grossing 24 hour fitness trainers in the nation. And, um, I had, also before that was uh, the number one sales um, manager uh, in, in the company, happened to be my, uh, my teacher on how to communicate like with people. And so that really helped me. Those two polarities uh, gave me the keys that I needed to at least um, get to my next mentor, which, uh, my, my, which leads to be my, my new best friend my, uh, after that. And he was actually better than me and he could just literally hack anything but he happened to hack nutrition and put all his energy into it and what we found was that the health industry had it all wrong and this was like 20 years ago so um and what what we said is why are we training people three times a week when we don't even know what's going on in their lives um and if we know that fitness or exercise is like 30% of like the logistic result and we're focusing on that instead of like everything. And so for us, everything became more of a, a totality perspective, um, mindset, nutrition, and exercise together, uh, with, with accountability. So we would take uh, weight and body fat each week. And, um, back then that was kind of not typical. And then we used uh, soft to, uh, be able to facilitate, you know, food and exercise and make sure that we were tapping into like, who that person was and what they needed. Um, and then at that point, it also put pressure on us because if we're taking all those measurements plus providing all those things, then we can't, um, we can't lie. Uh, so right. it went from like, you know, try working with one person and three times a week to like one person uh, or one time one with each person. So that expanded our ability to um, not only shift people, but also hold three times the amount of people within our schedule. And so it became this, um, this abundant loop because we didn't have to, we didn't have to market ourselves. All we did was, um, provide people results and then that returned to us tenfold. So, um, at that point we would do 
uh, him and I solo would do the, the same sales as a, as a large gym per month by ourselves um, and strictly built on truth. And so if you're embodying truth, then that is the root of abundance. So, um, and, and so to speak, like health wise, obviously that expands. And, and so the clientele actually became my, my case study. Uh, so because it was over and over and over again. So you find all these similarities between like what we do for a living, um, how we feel in general based on environment, um, past self as far as childhood, uh, why we do certain things, what our drivers are, what our seeds are, um, and then and then you know that that expands from there. So moving moving from 24 to opening my first um, my first office in California, right across from Shark Stadium in San Jose, and then I um, spoke at uh, multiple. Uh, uh, software companies and I was just like this young kid that like was just like wow I have this gift and like I have these tools but like how do I grow this thing and so eventually uh fast forward to 30 years old uh, my best friend slash mentor he um he lived in Salt Lake City so I moved, he asked me to come out there he tricked me and said only eight weeks but I ended up being uh 10 years and um <laughs> then we built some ridiculous things that we never thought were possible. Um, we ended up uh, out, we ended up selling 24 hour fitness supplements um, and we ended up outselling all 24 hour fitnesses in the entire nation um, per month uh, in, in the supplements alone that we sold. And so it wasn't that we could sell a bunch of supplements. It was more so that we were prescribing the things that people needed and they were, you know, embodying it at the same time. So um, fast forward after that, uh, five, six years, um, my mentor actually died, my friend. Oh. And um, so at that point, I mean, we had a bunch of coaches in our facility mm -hmm. and, um, but, this, but we didn't, we didn't transfer the information as well as we could have because we were so busy in our own um, containers, like facilitating all the things that we were. Right. So luckily I had already been building my own company before that, because I, I found out that people need the, it's like the, the tortoise and the hare, the tortoise always wins. Right. Um, and the diet industry talks about mostly about the hare because it's easy to market. But what I figured out being with my old uh, mentors, we, at the beginning, we actually uh, shared clients. So they would go back and forth between the two. And so it was this beautiful environment for me to study humans. And, and so he was really analytical. And the beauty of our partnership is I'm the artist slash athlete. So I would really tap into how people were feeling. And so because I didn't have a lot of time in, in Utah, um, well, I had a lot of time by myself because I didn't know anybody. So I would spend hours in the grocery store trying to hack how to you know, have plain Greek yogurt or something else that actually tastes better or, you know, random things besides tilapia and sweet potatoes that, you know, all about. Right. So, um, uh, and normal people don't want that. It only lasts a certain amount of time, as you know, for competition. And then after that, there's some kind of recoil. So right. um, for us to be able to really, really ascend as humans is like get away from everything that we're taught and create a reverse type of scenario where literally can eat anything if you understand the way combinations of food work and like just how you work in general and what you're called to versus that short-term fix. So um, fast forward to now, um, I have a company, uh, my own company, it's called Master Metabolic. Um, we have multiple levels of it. Um, I, we do one-on-one -on -one coaching uh, on a weekly mini-one-on-one. Uh, and I also have um, a healthy cookie company now 
um, that we've built. And it's basically um, a mirror replacement, but gives you the same experience as a, as a regular cookie would. So that's budding and all the things. Nice, <laughs> you've been busy, yeah. busy, busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing, that's amazing. Yeah. So, so over the course of your journey and all the things that yet you've done and experienced, what would you consider your superpower and why? The first thing that comes to me is uh, I've spent the last 10 years on mindset and personal development um, because I found that when I would sit in front of people, um, you can give people a nutrition program and exercise all day long, but if they don't, if they can't tap in themselves and their energy to be able to actually execute, um, then I, I would feel so bad if I couldn't connect to them um, in some way. So um, I went and found all the pieces that I needed. I, I read, um, I listened to audible books for nine years straight, like five days a week for an hour, an hour and a half. Like I would literally do anything. I've spent $200,000 in personal development. Um, I, and the cool thing is, is though on that journey, I found myself um, even more so. And so through finding myself, well, through finding others, I also found myself and it became reciprocal. So my ability to like truly see people and find like whatever it is they need and lead them to the to the place that they need to be able to access and be able to remove those things and, and get them out of their own way, um, and that is my that is my true superpower. Um, master nutrition like ten years ago. So I, would, I love that. I, say, I love that. That's huge. So yeah. when you look at I, and I, it's funny. I um I struggle with the the diet and exercise culture that um, you know that people are like, oh, you got to starve yourself and you got to kill yourself with workouts. Tell me what you think could be improved about, about our, you know, the health industry in general. What could, it be, what could be improved? Yeah. Can I show our answer and say everything? <laughs> I know, all um, things. <laughs> yeah, you can so, pick just one, right? <laughs> yeah, so I, I feel like the health industry, um, be, because there's so much abundance in, in food now, um, they took the root of like scarcity from the Great Depression and really max, maximized um, what profit would be in the food industry. And whether it's like this polarity of like diet and taking away versus like, oh, I wanna make these choices for myself and I'm just gonna do this for me um, type of like, I don't care mentality. I feel like it's bred by, by not those people. I feel like we were led there. And no, I know we were. so. Um, to be able to um, carve your way through that is what I think is next to impossible, which is why I wake up every day. So mm -hmm. for me, um, it's more about like, how can we, how can we really tap into like our needs and what we want? So everything that I do nutritionally is about abundance and giving back. And, and I'm always making sure that people aren't um, not nourishing themselves mentally or physically. And so if we knew like what abundance meant with like food in general, how you feel less sugar sensation, uh, true empowerment, mental clarity, all that, um, versus like, oh, what's taught to us is empowerment is like taking away. Mm -hmm. um, and then like, if you're going to take something away from a child, they're going to talk to you until you give it back. Mm -hmm. And the same thing like with adults is just, just we have inner child, we have our higher self. And if we, if we take away things too much, like we're eventually gonna return no matter what. So 
any 12 week diet or anything like that is never going to work. I actually don't work with anybody less than eight, eight months mm -hmm. um, because it's just a waste of my time and theirs. So if we're looking at like a, a real, real talk, we've got to go through 365 day cycle of transitions and, and teaching us like, okay, well, as we transition, we need to you know, stay ahead of things. If we, how do we nourish our body versus take away? Um, how do we understand exercise and the way it's been built in our society um, versus like think that we have to kill ourselves to get a result, kind of like you were saying earlier. And um, everything is built on punishment. So, oh, I ate this way. I feel like this on January 1st, I'm gonna punish myself and do a green smoothie. Oh, if I, if I need to exercise, like exercise facilitators say that um, I, if I'm not tired and I'm not on the floor, then, then I, maybe I didn't do something. And none of that is true uh, with metabolism. Um, so if we're in a scarcity mindset or a punishment, punishment mindset, we under, really understand polarity, but there's going to be a high-low mentality somewhere. So to me, that's, I mean, that's everything in the food industry. Like, it's just not yeah. a So Totally, totally. No, I absolutely agree. So when it comes to your own personal like self-care and wellness uh, routine, what's a non-negotiable for you? So many things. Um, <laughs> Well, I haven't been I haven't been sick in eight years. I'm, I'm 40 years old, um, and so starting with that, like backtracking, like how and why, and so <clears throat> food combination. So I figured out how to stabilize blood sugar, so I can cure type two diabetes in 10 weeks and get anybody off that medication in the same time period. So for me, like blood sugar stabilization is number one. And so I'm six foot four, so I have to eat enough like to survive. We all do, but I have to eat a little more than most, and so uh, whenever I'm not nourishing myself enough, like is, is means that I'm either gaining weight or I have lower energy. Mm -hmm. And so for me, like nourishing myself enough is so important. Um, and so, and, and that can be a lot of things. Like usually if I'm not nourishing myself, it's like, I, it points to like how I'm feeling. And if I'm like, you know, uh, like, am I stressed out? Like, am I, if I'm eating sugar or like anything like that, that would like, define negative energy in my body mm -hmm. um that that allows me to have my compass to like move back and so over the years i've developed this like like compass to where um nourishment is like number one and and if i need something like uh I, i'll do it unconsciously even though i'm conscious about it gotcha gotcha yeah. no that makes sense and so um tell me a little bit about i know we talked about um obesity and inflammation are climbing in numbers more than ever. Uh, and there's so much information around it. So I would love to, to, you know, kind of hear from you why you think that is and what people can do to combat it. Definitely. So to me, I like to understand where things come from. And, um, you know, I, I do 12 to 13 hours of coaching a day without a break. So um, I'm constantly in the spaceship flying it. And so for me, getting to the root is, is the goal. And then showing what's consistent across the board to someone that feels lost is, is the ability to find themselves. Mm -hmm. So for me, what I found is that in the 80s is really when people started turning things on. And that's when, um, that, that's when the obesity statistics really started to rise. And um, it's also when um, the low-fat culture came in. 
and so what they found is they, they found that uh, low fat um, stuff just tasted bad. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's when they actually <clears throat> started using sugar to flavor food. And so if you look at when they introduced the two, um, that's when this thing started taking off and we can get into sugar in a second, but um, it's, it's really when companies started realizing that they could make a ton of money off of food. And, and, then, and then if you watch the rise of that, um, as far as obesity goes, it coincides with everything. And you know, 30, 40 years later, um, we're in a place where it's really hard to just experience ourselves the way we want to. Also in the 80s is when they started the, uh, you may remember this, uh, the, the love yourself no matter what act, no matter how you look, no matter yeah. how you're feeling. But to me, that's coming from the same people that are making the money off of the food. <laughs> and, exactly. and, I, and I believe self-love should be boundless and, and there should be no lines on that. But at the same time, like if you're telling yourself to, to understand, to, to be okay with not being healthy, that's a whole different scenario because we already know that your blood sugar skyrocketing, you're having other problems happening in your body. And to accept that, like, say, if you're a child and you accept something, then, then it's the same. It's literally the same thing. Um, and especially if it's accepted by culture. So then it's something that snowballs and you take something like people being gluten-free and then you follow um, when they start uh, uh, putting Roundup in our crops and you follow celiac disease, the scale actually rises at the same time. So um, little things like that where um, things just start to uh, escalate too much to where um, the FDA is uh, rec- recommending or passing 60 to 70,000 different preservatives in food and um, they don't just preserve their food. Right. So, right. Yeah. So that's, that's my, I can go, I can talk. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you mentioned all the books and stuff that you've listened to on Audible. Is there a book or podcast that you could recommend that's kind of like one of your favorites? <sighs> so many. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go to this one because it was one of the foundational ones. Um, my ex-fiance is a three-time Olympian. And um, back when I was kind of researching some things, like one of her books was The Alchemist. Mm. She read it a few times and Will Smith recommends The Alchemist. And like, um, I was just in Croatia a few weeks ago and I saw somebody reading the book Alchemist three different times in two different scenarios. And, uh, and, and have you read the book? I have. Yeah. So, you know, you know, it's about the journey and yeah. the audible uh, Jerry, Jeremy Irons, like, you know, speaks it. I've read it three times. Um, I haven't read it in a long time, though. And it's one of those books that every time you hear it, depending on when you're, where you're at in your life, um, gives you some kind of wisdom anyway. Yes. Yes. I would definitely agree with that. And what is your favorite or is it going to be a game time decision? Favorite life hack? Mm. Mm. I have a lot because I don't have a lot of time. Um, I'm going to go really out there and I'm going to say hop in. And the reason why is because it's a new thing for me and it, it helps you with meditation. It helps you, um, me and my community are really into biohacking and um, 
Pafe, you probably don't know what that is. No, I don't. Do tell. Okay. So it, it's actually spelled like rape, unfortunately, with the hyphen. Okay. But, but our friends put an H in there instead because we don't want to look at that. <laughs> but um, it's, a, it's a Mayan ritual where they would take like uh, a little bit of tobacco, sometimes ground up like bones and herbs. And they would, uh, it sounds really crazy. And this took me a long time to get even to be doing this. But they'll take it and they'll put it in, um, uh, it looks like, almost like a V. Mm-hmm. And there's like holes at both ends. So you would you put it in your mouth and you'd blow it up your nose. Stop it. On both sides. <laughs> and it's, at first it's like, it feels like somebody's slapping you in the face for like a second. Like, wake up. And wow. um, it's very, very powerful. It's very spiritual feeling um, because it, what it does is it, it kind of gives you that wake up call. Yeah. But then what it does is it like drops your energy into your body to where you feel really, 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 really relaxed and grounded. Wow. And, and to me, like grounding principles are number one, period. And if you don't know what grounding is, please research it because it's everything that I do. And so that would be my ha- life hack would be grounding. But in detail, like Hoppe does that for me. And um, if you don't want to, I, I don't do the blowing up the nose thing as far as like the tobacco and all that. Um, because it's not for me, but they have a meditation mist, um, mm. which has like Amazon herbs. It even has like a little bit of oxytocin in it. So okay. it makes you feel like you're getting a hug. Um, so, and I have music rituals that, that it takes about 12 minutes. So I can meditate um, for like 12 to 15 minutes and get the same experience that most people do in an hour. Wow. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. That's a great hack. Yeah. I'll give you a link to it if you want to try. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Tommy, I want to wrap up and let, and have you tell everybody where they could connect with you, where they could learn more, all the good stuff. Absolutely. So um, our website is uh, mastermetabolic.com. Um, if you guys want to sit with us uh, for, for, you know, 30 minutes to ask any question about health, you can, you can schedule and put it on there. Um, my Instagram is Tommy, we just changed it, T-O-M-M-Y uh, underscore Snyder, S-N-I-D-E-R. Um, you can also look us up uh, at Master Metabolic on uh, Instagram as well. Awesome. And I will make sure to put all of that in the show notes so it's easily accessible. But I want to thank you so, so much for joining me today. I loved learning about you. It was awesome. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time. Have you tried Built Bars yet? If you haven't, you are totally missing out. These incredible protein bars are macro-friendly. Some are gluten-free and nut-free, and they come in amazing flavors like coconut brownie, raspberry cheesecake, and my newest favorite, churro marshmallow. So check them out and use the code Allison Jackson Fitness, all one word, and save 10% today. Try it out and see how you like it and let me know. And again, it's www.builtbar.com and the code Allison Jackson Fitness to save 10%. Try it out today.